previously on X-Men. 75 of being a girl and I've been carrying around tampons and pads for the past two months but I've actually never opened one up so let's do it Woohoo! I thought the letters stood for small medium and large based on the size of your Barbie pouch but after a Google I found out it's actually the level of your flow so they're super regular and light I guess my question is which one do I carry around the super because maybe if you have a light flow you can still use a super I don't know here goes nothing X-Men, the new class, starring Richard L. Levin as Professor Rachel Levin. Gender-affirming care is life-saving, medically necessary. With Will Thomas as swimmer Leah Thomas. I respect everybody on my team. Um, I knew there would be scrutiny against me if I uh, competed as a woman. Um, and Dylan Mulberry as they themselves. Transitioning, it is the key to their evolution. They're not mutants, and they're no longer men. They are X-Men. Happy Women's in History Month, everyone. Happy Friday, and welcome to this week's bonus edition of Thinking Logically. And I am joined by my guy, Corsi. Joe, happy International uh, Women's, was it International Women's Day was yesterday and uh, National Women's Month, something like International Women's Month. Happy both of those holidays, Joe. All the women and the men that are now women and the I don't even know. It's also confusing. It's just I've seen many men be recognized as women on a global stage uh, in these awards over the last couple uh, over the last couple of days. It's it's amazing. You and know, shout amazing out Rachel Levin. She led the charge here in Pennsylvania all the way back in 2020. So yeah, when she discovered, hey, out of the blue, I know I've been a child psychologist for 30 years as a man, but I've had this wrong the entire time. I'm a woman. I'll never forget the first COVID press conference, seeing her next to Tom Wolf, And I thought, who, what, when? Like, wow. And now here she is. That's our girl. High up in the Biden administration. The secretary of whatever it is, the Navy, they actually gave her a military position. Yeah. <sighs> uh, well, so we want to welcome all of our new listeners out there. We, uh, we picked up uh, a couple listeners South of the border, if anyone's listening down in Mexico, uh, welcome. Baja, California state. So we welcome any new listeners. Uh, get, get back here immediately. Get back to the States immediately if you're an American listening in, in Mexico because it's clearly dangerous there. Yeah. So Unless you're in Cabo, then stay in Cabo and, and yeah. enjoy Cabo and enjoy the fishing down there. But um, welcome to our new listeners, especially um, uh, those in Virginia. Uh, we picked up some new listeners in Illinois, California, New York. We see you. We hear you. J.B. Pritzker, Kathy Hochul, and Gavin Newsom. Don't worry. We got something up our sleeve for those three as we move forward here in 2023. So we passed over, Joe, what, 2,000 downloads so far in Thinking Logically in the last um, few months. Apple, so. we are past 2,100, actually. So. 2,100 downloads on Apple Podcasts, and I think uh, uh, well over that, you know, with uh, combined with Spotify. So thank you to all of our listeners out there. 
I know some of you have been asking me if we're growing and, you know, who's our audience and things like that. So again, we're coast to coast. We, you know, literally it's not, not an exaggeration worldwide, you know, listeners in Israel, Norway, um, Mexico now, uh, Great Britain, uh, places like that. Who else did I forget? Yeah. So uh, it's, it's uh, Russia. Forgot about our listener in Russia. So um, thank you to everyone listening, sharing this out with the normies out there across the world. We have a great episode today for a bonus episode of the week. Joe, I know you have a lot with gain of function. We're going to go through our disclose segment since we didn't get to that Tuesday. Try to keep this to an hour. Uh, Joe, first of all, though, we have Pitt. Is Pitt getting in, Joe? They got absolutely shellacked yesterday by Duke. Yeah, but they did They did win one game in the tournament. So here's the deal. Every year there's a couple teams that still – Steal spots that they, they win their conference tournament they're not supposed to and they steal a spot. If if that happens, they could be in trouble. If if not, then I think they're in, man. I think I think they'll I think they'll make it in. I don't know. Okay. Penn State might be in. I think they are in after last night's big win over the fighting Illini. Speaking of JB Pritzker. So we think Penn State's gonna be in. West Virginia probably will be out. They lost yesterday to Kansas in the Big 12 tournament. So I don't look for WVU to be in. So going to be a wide open March Madness tournament. Joey, baby. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, let's start with NIH. Unless they, cancel it, unless they cancel it. Something out of the blue happens. They cancel it like they did three years ago. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. So I, I don't know why I said that. I'm I hope sure I did not jinx ourselves here. I know. That was, that, was a, that was absolutely a total gut punch when they, when they canceled March Madness. Uh, hopefully we don't see that again this year. But uh, let's start, Joe, with gain of function, NIH. We heard Dr. Uh, Redfield, I believe it was, who was the CDC director before Rachel Walensky, co- literally come out and admit in a, in a hearing that the National Institute of Health was funding gain of function research in the Wuhan lab, Is if I'm not mistaken. He, he said that. Yes. So, but... Yet we have Lord Fauci, who has denied that under oath, probably perjured himself and continues to lie and lie and lie. And he's been lying for three years, maybe his whole career. Uh, So, Joe, I know you have a lot on this. Again, gain of function. For those of you who are just joining us, don't know what gain of function is or what it means. It means scientists in a lab are altering, creating and or altering viruses and basically playing around with them in order to see what their effect on humanity would be and or maybe maybe to create a vaccine to see if these viruses are treatable. So Joe, go ahead. Okay, so the first one, not only did, you know, if you heard everything Mark said, but your tax dollars are the ones funding this. And that's where we're gonna start with this first clip. It is um, Representative Mallet, I don't even know how to say her name, and Dr. Redfield, here we go. Told, told in an email that uh, NIAID had a monetary relationship with the Wuhan uh, Institute through uh, EcoHealth Alliance. He, he was told this in January 27th of 2020. Do you think that Dr. Fauci intentionally lied under oath to Senator Paul when he vehemently denied NIH's funding of gain-of-function research? I think there's no doubt that NIH was funding gain-of-function research. Is it likely that American tax dollars funded the gain-of-function research that created this virus? I think it did not only from NIH, but from the State Department, USAID, and from DOD. 
Okay, that's that's three different agencies. So we're just getting started here with these clips. I mean, there was there, there was a lot of hearings yesterday. I mean, and and this was from the day before. So we have literally about 16 hours of testimony that I haven't even watched all of it yet. But I'm just going to give you the highlights from this NIH funded game, NIH in the gain of function testimony that was on, I believe it was Wednesday. So that's the first clip. So you already know that your tax dollars are the one that's paying for gain of function to alter these virus in, in China, we'll say. I mean, we'll stick with the, the China theory. Um, let's move on to the next clip here. This is, um, who is this one? Come on, Mark from the sound department. Where are you at here, buddy? Okay. Queuing it up now. Here we go. He ever explained to you why he didn't believe the virus came from the Wuhan lab and why he actively worked to silence that theory? Uh, Dr. Fauci's position is those who saw a spillover took the position that it was most likely a spillover event because that's what happened with SARS and that's what happened with MERS. Right. And I think it's important to look at prior to 2012, we didn't really have another mechanism other than nature. We weren't doing gain of function research. Right. I'm a clinical virologist. I tried to explain to Dr. Fauci, who's an immunologist, that this virus, SARS and MERS, when they infected a man from the intermediate host, civet cat in the case of SARS and a camel in the case of MERS, they never learned how to go human to human. So those original outbreaks were less than a thousand people and the epidemics died. And so when everyone thought this was SARS-like, well, that's gonna, it's gonna die too. But this virus was immediately the most infectious virus, not the most, I think probably right behind measles, virus that we've ever seen infect man. So I immediately said, wait a second, this isn't natural. And then you go back and look at the literature and you find in 2014, this lab actually published a paper that they put the H2 receptor into humanized mice so it can infect human tissue. And then you learn that the new COVID, which came from bats, now can hardly replicate in bats. Yeah. So how does that It can hardly replicate in bats. So that totally nukes the entire, I don't even know why a bat was in a wet market to begin with, but the whole wet market theory. My, and, and almost as infectious as measles, Mark? That's insane. Like, I don't know what the, the stats are for measles, but I feel like it's, I, don't, I can't remember what the term they use. It, it infects like three people for every one person. That's like, so, um, I mean, Redfield, <laughs> I wonder I wonder if the media is going to pick up on this, Joe. They're going to have to. Well, no, they don't actually have to. <laughs> they're gonna well, they're gonna they're gonna lose viewers if if like if one network decides, hey, we're jumping. It's like when you're when there's a giant sell-off. The first person that does, does the sell-off is the one that makes out the best. So all it's gonna take is for CNN or, or or someone on mainstream Fox or anyone to start reporting this. This is the former CDC director who during COVID I didn't really agree with. Whenever he was out there saying you need to wear a mask, this will protect you more than a vaccine. And actually, maybe he was right about protecting you more than a vaccine, even though they're both worthless. But still, uh, this isn't someone that I really agreed with. But I, I mean, y y these clips are scary. And what sucks is there's a lot of people that have been screaming this that weren't scientists, that weren't doctors, that weren't experts for literally two years before. And they were shut down off social media or called crazy. And shadow banned. Shadow banned. So, um. Why, you here. know what, Joe? Why doesn't the media, though, why aren't they pushing back against Fauci? What does Fauci have on the media? 
where they are just completely enamored with him. Why don't they push back? I mean, maybe they're I mean, told by their bosses not to. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. You know, I started watching Succession on HBO. Have you seen it? No. So season four starts March 26th. So I started from season one, almost finished with season one. But I mean, for those of you that have watched Succession out there, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when you see these media conglomerates like this and, and, and they talk about who's pulling the strings and who's really in control and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, what you just said makes sense. I mean, I, there's no other reason why they wouldn't be pushing back against Fauci if they weren't being told to do that. I mean, it's not even like credible journalism. You know, speaking of journalism, we saw, well, we'll get into that later. But yeah, amazing. So then we have this, Marjorie. We have Marjorie. Well, no, Taylor first. Green. Uh, first, who's this? I can't. I don't know who this is questioning him now. But basically, in this clip, it. Ex- I'll explain this clip through gain of function. They gave us a problem to, in my opinion, introduce a solution that they already planned out for months or, or years in advance. So, one sentence: Can you provide a definition of gain of function research? And I and I say that because there becomes a little semantics sometimes. I believe within the scientific community. Um, what, what, what is that chimera and what is gain of function? Yeah, I think it's to take a pathogen and try to increase one of two things or both to increase its transmissibility or its pathogenicity. I disagree with some of my colleagues at NIH to say the definition is restricted to a pathogen that's already a pathogen. If I make a non-pathogen pathogenic, that's gain of function. So in your expert opinion, was the Wuhan Institute conducting gain-of-function research on coronaviruses? Thank you. So one, one other path of questioning for you, Dr. Riffle. Proponents of this research claim it may result in vaccines or maybe even stop a pandemic. Dr. Redfield, has gain-of-function created any life-saving vaccines or therapeutics to your knowledge? Not to my knowledge. Has gain-of-function stopped a pandemic, to, in your opinion? No, on the contrary, I think it probably caused the greatest pandemic our world has seen. Do you find any tangible benefits uh, to gain-of-function research at this time? I personally don't, but I do want to stress, I think the men and women that support it are people of good faith because they truly believe it's going to lead to a potential benefit. I disagree with that assessment. Okay, again, what I said, through gain-of-function, we were given a problem. And it seems like if you want to travel on conspiracy land, that maybe it was to introduce a solution that they already had planned out for months or years in advance. Mark, what do you think? Well, I mean, based on what we know now and based on that testimony, it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, the United States funded the creation of COVID SARS, whatever it is, whatever it's called, 2019. They funded the origination of that. Is that kind of what you're thinking too? Therefore, because we have to, we have to really, you know, slow walk it here for, for, you know, not our listeners, but for just in general, because people, I think in general, don't understand this. That means that we are just as guilty and have just as much of a hand as China or, or anyone else. Correct. So do you see now, now it makes more, a lot more sense why they didn't want to blame China in the beginning, because it would eventually lead to them. Right. Right. Oh, boy. But OK, now now we're going to get to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who I don't know. 
Kevin McCarthy was away. I think it was yesterday. She was the pro tempore speaker of the house for, for a day, but this is her questioning uh, Robert uh, Redfield about Dr. Fauci in the NI AID. Please call him Lord Fauci. For the human What's that? Please call him Lord Fauci. Lord Fauci. Yes, of course. Lord Fauci. So why did this virus have the arginine sequences for human there? Not bad. It was very disconcerting to me. It looked like this virus was engineered. Was this uh, what you're observing and speaking of? Is this something that would be in line with gain of function research and the, and the capabilities that would provide to right. the virus? Yeah. I mean, basically, this lab published in 2014 that they accomplished in this uh, allowing the coronaviruses that they were working with in the lab to bind to the H2 receptor in humanized mice. And the only way they did that was by reorienting the binding domain. And it was clear to them at this time that that was likely the issue in their private conversations. Um, yet by February 4th, a paper on the origins of COVID is drafted by four participants of the February 1 conference call. One of those participants, Dr. Anderson, completely reverses himself in an email to the president of EcoHealth, Peter Dozik, and says the main crackpot theories going around at the moment relate to this virus being somehow engineered, and that is demonstrably false. Um, my question to you, Mr. Redfield, did you know of any evidence that they had found within February 1st and February 4th to be able to confirm that it, it was not created in a lab? Um, as I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, I was excluded from those conversations, uh, which I found retroactively very disappointed since I was obviously a virologist and very engaged. And I actually had asked Jeremy Farr, Tony Fauci, and Tedros to have these conversations. And then to be excluded, I found unusual. I do think it illustrates one point that's worth really focusing on. When, when you have a group of people that decide there could only be one point of view, that's problematic. And I'll keep going saying it's antithetical to science. And unfortunately, that's what they did. I can tell you, Dr. Redfield, that is the case. It's very problematic because how people suffered in this country from those, uh, what I would call, um, tyrannical decisions using their, their positions of power um, and shutting down the yeah, country in the way they did. Uh, so he was kept out of the loop. He was kept out of the loop excluded for the conversation and actually real quick he goes into more detail here when senator i think comer's questioning him about um the situation here Bill, i want to stick with you you you've said before that you were locked out of conversations about the lab leak by dr fauci and dr collins do you think they kept you out of the conversations because you believe covid 19 may have come from a lab yeah, I think I made it very clear in January to all of them why we had to aggressively pursue this. And I let them know as a virologist that I didn't see that this was anything like SARS or MERS because they never learned how to transmit human to human. That I felt this virus was too infectious for humans. There was a lot of evidence that lab actually published in 2014 that they put the H2 receptor into humanized mice so it could infect human tissue. I think, you know, we had to really uh, seriously go after the fact it came from the lab. And they knew that that was how I was thinking, although I thought we had to go after both hypotheses. And I was told later, uh, I didn't know I was excluded. I didn't know there was a February 1st conference call until the Freedom of Information came out with the emails. And I was quite upset as the CDC director that I was exclu excluded from those discussions. Well, why would they do this? 
because I had a different point of view and I was told they made a decision that they would keep this confidential until they came up with a single narrative, which I will argue is antithetical to science. Science never selects a single narrative. We foster, as my colleague here just said, we foster debate. And we, we're confident that with debate, science will eventually get to the truth. This was an a priori decision that there's one point of view that we're going to put out there. And anyone who doesn't agree with it is going to be sidelined. And as I say, I was only the CDC director right. and I was sidelined. Well, I think scary, Dr. Fauci. Very, very scary. Very scary. But we, we, we said that last episode. We, we, we said that exact thing all, the, all, all this last episode. It's... I don't know. Some people might think this is this is like a lot to, to get through or boring because it's just videos of a hearing. But this stuff is probably the most important hearing we've had on COVID. Possibly to date. Possibly. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree with that. I mean, <laughs> Redfield is uh, is letting everyone know, you know, how how he was treated. You know, in, in pretty much the facts about the origins of COVID. But no one will listen to him because he is from the opposite point of view, which I don't know why that's the opposite point of view. And I'm sure it's confusing with all this medical jargon they throw in there, too. But uh, OK, so this one, um, this next one, I don't know who's questioning him, but he explains the three things that happened in this lab where COVID supposedly leaked from. And I will say, if you go back and look, it's declassified now. And I'm sure you all have your classified briefings, but the declassified information now in September of 2019. Three so keep in mind, 2019, we're not even to 2020 yet, but here we go. Things happened in that lab. One is they deleted the sequences. It was highly irregular. So researchers don't usually like to do that. Second thing they did was they changed the command and control of the lab from the civilian control to the military control highly unusual and i've been involved in dual use labs when i was in the military and the third things they did which i think is really telling is they let a contractor redo the ventilation system in that laboratory so i think clearly there was strong evidence that there was a significant event that happened in that laboratory in september it's now been now that's september of 2019 i mean what what the hell man wow how are we just getting all this information like now? Of course, because it was classified. You know, we can't know we're not mature enough. Let's, let's you know, taxpaying citizens are using our taxpaying dollars to go fund this stuff. But we're not mature enough. We're little children. We're not mature enough to know this stuff. It's, the, it's classified. They changed the ventilation system in the lab? I would love to know who the contractor was. <laughs> oh, man. All right. That's a new piece of information we, haven't, we, we hadn't heard before. We, I mean, we, we actually might have, we, we might have heard it. That's true. We said it two or three years ago. It was taken off the internet. That's true. Um, there's a, there's a long Jim Jordan clip here. It's like six, seven minutes, five minutes, 30 seconds long. We're not going to play it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to read you the gist of it. Um, he just it rips Dr. Fauci in the beginning here. So he says, Dr. Fauci was trying to cover his backside and everybody, everyone knows it. This is the highest paid guy in our government getting getting all kinds of money to tell us things that were not accurate. U.S. tax dollars went to a lab in China, a lab that was not up to, to, up to code, a lab that was not doing gain, a lab that was doing gain of function research. And that's where this thing most definitely came from. And Dr. Fauci could have, could not have that news getting out. 
I mean, that, that pretty, aside from the first, it most definitely came from China. Um, did it get released from a lab in China? Yes. But like I said, there's so much we don't know. Clearly, it, we bear some responsibility for this. Our government, not the United States people, just like the Chinese people aren't at fault. It's the governments, like we said last yeah. episode. Do you want to hear, do you want to hear, because, you know, we, we got to move on from, from this and, and, and get to the other three hearings that we heard. But do you want to hear Dr. Fauci's rebuttal on Fox News? This was yesterday, I think. This was yesterday. So he had a full, he had a full 24 hours, I think. To come up with a response, would you like to hear what he said on Neil Cavuto, who I can't stand? He's probably a paid shill himself. Um, this is, yeah, Dr. I think Fauci. I heard this. Yeah, play this. It's, this it's amazing. Good. Okay, let me ask you a little bit too about China's role in this because what made your job difficult is that the Chinese are not exactly being forthcoming. Do you think it is possible um, that they, uh, without any U.S. help, uh, without any funding help from you, um, could have? Manufacturers had a wild mistake in the lab. That's always possible, uh, Neil. You can't rule that out. It's always possible. That's the reason why we keep saying we keep an open mind. The issue that disturbs many of us who have been following this for a long time is that what the Chinese did, as soon as the outbreak occurred, they completely cleaned out the wet market of animals that should not have been there to begin with because it was well known that SARS-CoV-1 jumped from an animal species to a human in a wet market setting. So what their lesion, if anything, is that if in fact there were wild animals, which photographic evidence from one of the investigators shows that they were there and they should not have been there, so if there's anything that the Chinese are covering up, they're covering up the fact that they violated their own rules about getting wild animals from the forest or whatever, putting it into contact with humans. That but was the that, real problem. The only way we're going like to really think we're covering up something. Then. Oh God, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna <sighs> getting wild animals from the forest or whatever and putting it in, them in contact with humans. That happens all the time. Like we. I, I, I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Why anyone listens to this this guy, Lord Fauci? Why? He gives me anxiety. Anymore. I, I haven't heard him his voice like that in a while, and it is like a cringe voice. I, for, I forgot what he sounds like. Trump's. I wish Trump would have cut him off right off the bat. You know, I know he was quote unquote the leading expert in virology and epidemics and things like that at the time. But I wish Trump would have listened to his, his instincts and just would have whacked him right off the bat and not given him a platform early on in COVID and use somebody else. Because if he had done that, we probably wouldn't be in the situation. I, I'm glad he did. He put him front and center. And if he didn't put him front and center, you would never know who Dr. Fauci was and what a criminal and deep state swamp, deep state swamp creature he really is. Yeah. And he's responsible for AIDS, too. I mean, but, people forget about problem. AIDS. Yeah, but the problem with that is, Joe, you have people, half the country believes everything he says. Well, you know, I would say, half I would the say country it's... not believe that this jumped from a pangolin to a human. Well, like I said, it takes, sometimes guys, it people, takes years. Yeah, well, all these people do is lie. And you're not going to be able to convince now the other half of the, of the country who worships him like a god that this actually didn't come from a, a pangolin. It actually came from a, 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 the lab he funded, the U.S. taxpayers funded it, that he oversaw in Wuhan. 
I mean, I, I don't know what, what more evidence you need to show people regarding this stuff for, for them to open their eyes and believe it. It's crazy. You're right. You're right. But we got to we gotta move on from this. In closing, on this podcast, and Mark, you'll agree, we definitely, if there's one thing we do, we think differently. Because if everyone else is thinking alike, then, then no one is really thinking them for themselves. So they got over half the world to take a vaccine for a virus that it seems like they created. And now they want to get everyone all in to only blame China, no one else. So we can't let this happen. Clearly, our government is at fault for funding this thing. Um, I'm not saying the CCP isn't at fault either. Um, and then there's a biolabs in Ukraine. You know, how did it get to that lab before 2020, <clears throat> 2019? So, but yeah. you know what, Joe, let's call a lid on, let's call a lid on gain of function and National Institute of Health. And let's, let's wrap it up on this, on this topic, because yeah. I think we've, we've settled, we've settled the debate. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna move on. I'm not gonna even play the clip. Just this is, there was a hearing on the Afghanistan withdrawal, and this is from a Marine that was testifying. He said, plain and simple, we were ignored. Our expertise was disregarded. No one was held accountable for our safety. The withdrawal, the withdrawal was a catastrophe, in my opinion, and there was an excusable act of accountability. Now, this is from, uh, this is Tyler Vargas Andrews. He's a U.S. Marine sniper, and he was telling Congress he was denied permission to shoot the suicide bomber in Afghanistan that killed 13 service members and 170 civilians. You want to talk about, I, I don't know how we've fallen so far, but. <laughs> Did I, you I, see this, Joe? Um, really, speaking of Afghanistan, uh, the, they have, it was, what was it, $7 billion worth of U.S. military equipment that we left behind in Afghanistan? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we that, uh, ask right? them to send that to Ukraine? Ukraine should be hitting up You're Afghanistan, right. the Taliban, saying, hey, Taliban, you know, can we buy some of that at a discount? Yeah, I, I think we might get to that in our disclosed segment, but I definitely saw that in the last, like, 48 hours that we that they have that much military equipment that we left behind. So we'll see if we get to that and disclose. Um, then there was the Norfolk Southern hearing, which which I didn't get a chance because it was just yesterday. I had a jam-packed schedule myself yesterday. Um, Alan Shaw was testifying in front of the Senate and uh, nothing. You, we really didn't, from what I saw, there really wasn't that much that, that he said. Um, he, he called... So supposedly they're all in agreement that Norfolk Southern's call to burn the derail train cars was jaw dropping. Now, I don't think it was Norfolk Southern's call, though. It had to be the EPA or the governor's. We still don't really know, like, the, the, the process that led up to the call to say, hey, let's let's leak these out into a ditch and light it on fire. And we'll just see what happens. We'll give the people of Western Pennsylvania and, you know, Eastern Ohio the best fireworks show they've ever seen. Like uh, I hate Lindsey Graham, who I think is a deep state creature himself. But this is uh, him questioning um, Alan Shaw if he would go live in East Palestine, Ohio. Here we go. Uh, would either one of you have a problem um, living there full time, given the condition on the ground? Do you feel it's safe to continue to reside in this town, Mr. Shaw? Senator, um, PA and high EPA have very high standards, and I trust their testing. And uh, would you live there, given what you've seen? Yes, sir. Okay. I believe that the air is safe. I believe that the water okay. is safe. There are hundreds of tests. Okay. There are millions of data points. Okay. They all boot to the same thing. And okay. I, 
genuinely enjoy okay. my conversations with the folks of East Palestine. Yeah, I'm sure they're traumatized, and every time somebody shows up, it's probably good. Ms. Shore, do you agree that it's a safe place to live? Senator Graham, science is EPA's North Star, and we follow the science. Yeah. And I drink the water there. I drink it every time I go to town okay. because the scientific data shows that it's safe. Okay. As okay, can we go into the more, more detail about the scientific data, please? please? Can you explain more? But they really don't. They, they, they just they use science, the word science, as like a crutch or an umbrella, umbrella term to just cover everything else i i just i i don't know mark i can't figure i can't figure it out we follow the science um okay so this is a question that i had uh way back i think i can't remember it was before doug um or after we were wondering where the waste was going so this was brought up during the hearing listen to the answer that alan shaw gives well, we've got reports that East Liverpool in Ohio is uh, is receiving this waste from East Palestine that has been um, has been disposed of. Is that accurate? Senator, standing here today, I don't know if that's accurate as of this time. So do you know where the waste is going to then? It is. Um, we're in the process of working with the EPA on a number of facilities. So we haven't identified where it's moving to yet. Senator, we're in the process of working with the EPA on a number of facilities that I understand that. I'm just but the, I'm just I get you're in the process, but we haven't identified place for this to be removed to yet. Is Senator, that accurate? Senator, I want to make sure I give you the most accurate. I get that. Yeah, I'm just saying, is it accurate that we don't have a spot yet for it? Senator, we are moving some off site. Where is it moving to? I'm I'm happy. I'm happy to give you a, a list of those facilities. Could you do that for us, please? Right. He should know. He's the CEO. Like, it's not like they said they, they threw him in the back of a van and put a bird up sack over his head and said, you're going to testify. He knew about that he was going here. Have an answer ready. Make a phone Wait. call. Phone a friend. Wait, so the waste, when you say waste, what kind of waste are we talking about? I have no, I have no freaking idea. I'm not a, I'm not a biologist. I don't, I don't, ask the science. And what do you mean that it's going to East Liverpool? What does that mean? How is it getting there? Where, where is it traveling to? The funny thing is, I, I believe, I believe the, the river is right by East Liverpool. And I don't know if there's any, when it, we covered this yeah, last episode. it's on the river. I mean, is, yeah. it, is, it, is it literally traveling down the river? Hopefully if it is, it's on a ship. I don't, I don't know. But the fact that he didn't have an answer, I sh we shouldn't be laughing about it. But it's absurd. I, I don't know where to put our focus on this podcast half the time because, I mean, we look at this episode, COVID. It was an issue for three years. And we're finally getting a little bit of truth, and it's the truth that everyone thought for you. Then we go to Afghanistan. We spent, what, two decades almost in Afghanistan. How many people were died and injured over there, came back, you know, with limbs missing? And then for that withdrawal, and then the final days of withdrawal, they're, they're told, do not shoot the suicide bomber. And then now this, the Norfolk Southern hearing guy doesn't have an answer for us the ceo might as well put another empty chair there i can't believe that they are i mean what are they doing like putting it like in the river i, I don't know burying it who knows shoot in the space shoot in the space then i mean you know after east liverpool you have steubenville which is right on another one of those river towns 
Oh yeah, yeah. I feel bad for those people that live in that in that you know triangle. What do they call that? The uh, uh, you know the East Liverpool Triangle, Steubenville, Weirton area. We're we're in because the if that's the case, Joe, if they're sending it down the river, oh man, that can't be good. No, it can't be good. Can't I'm be sure good. the boat will sink and they'll blame it on a Russian submarine in the Ohio River. Yeah. And then we have, you know, um, the Shell plant, who's completely out of out of control in terms of emissions. They spiked the football on Facebook. We're going to fire off the flare again. Just everyone hold your breath for the next couple hours. <laughs> Don't go out Flaring. Outside. Flaring. Good for the fire environment. Up. So, crazy. All right, that's... Let's move on to a – I guess we'll move on to a weird, weird story, and then we can move on to this close. So this is from the Associated Press. This happened, I believe, late, late, late Wednesday night. Well, not late, late, but Wednesday night. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell suffered a concussion after a fall at a local hotel and will be hospitalized for, in quote, for a few days of observation and treatment, a spokesperson said. So we have a, like half the Senate in, in, that's being hospitalized right now for anyone that's not paying attention with John Fetterman and, and everyone else. Um, Mark, your thoughts? Yeah, you know what? That, that, he, the, I think the day before he really criticized Tucker Carlson and um, for releasing some of that you know, minuscule footage on uh, January 6th that he was very critical of. Then the very next day, he falls, and I didn't realize he got a concussion. I thought it was um, – thought he hurt his foot or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, we have him. We have Fetterman. Uh, who else? Um, but well, do, I don't do, know. We don't want to go into conspiracy land, but you've decoded a lot of messages in the media. Uh, that revolve around things like this that you think might be might mean something else. Yes, well, go- go- Governor Dwine, he was also another one who all of a sudden he's in a walking boot. He fell. Yeah. Katie Hobbs, another governor. A brief interruption. Left off talking about injured politicians, Joe. Mike Dewine, Mitch McConnell, Katie Hobbs. Who else? Oh, man. Um, I think it cut out right when I said this reminds me of Harry Reid back in, I think it was 2017 or 18, when he said he was exercising and the exercise ban snapped and he had black and blue marks all over his body from head to toe. I mean, Mitch McConnell, man, falling down the steps at dinner. I I just I picture in my head just them, you know, like something out of like the Godfather. Him going upstairs and then just beating him senseless and throwing him back down the steps and saying, oh, look, he fell. Oh, yeah. And we can't forget about Fetterman either. So, yeah, we have we have the walk. I mean, sooner or later, we're going to have we're going to have like two thirds majority of the Senate in the hospital. Yeah. Okay, Uh, let's get into our Disclose segment brought to you by our friends over at Solmona Imports. Uh, Let's start with we're going to go back a little bit. And uh, Joe, as always, chime in. These are some updates from across the world that are happening that we wanted to bring uh, your attention to. And here we go. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Bobby Kennedy's son, is considering running for president in 2024 
challenging Biden for the Democratic nomination. Joe? That would be fun. That would make me watch every second of the Democratic primaries. And then, honestly, I could see me possibly voting for him. Well, he is seen here speaking in front of a podium that says, defeat the mandates, an American homecoming. It's almost like he's not running as a Democrat. Like, you would never think, like, with his platform that he's probably going to have, he's running as a Democrat. And I'm sure, uh, I'm sure the, the left will be very, very uh, nice when it comes to how they treat him, even though his dad was a, you know, patriot and his uncle was a president of the United States that was assassinated by the CIA. Yeah. He's, he is not a congressman. He is actually an environmental lawyer, it looks like here. So, yeah, but um, the, president, the president before Biden was just, you know, a, a, a businessman, you know, just built, <laughs> built skyscrapers. That was it. All right, uh, moving on. You sent me this. Former UK Health Secretary Matt Hancock wanted to frighten the pants off everyone, quote unquote, into complying with ever-changing draconian lockdown rules. He also wanted to deploy the new variant to get proper behavior changed from the public. Joe, is this true? Uh, I mean, it was in the UK Daily Mail, so I'm guessing there's it's, there's got to be some kind of weight behind it, but... What did I just? What did he mean by deploy the new variant? Like, do they have this variant sitting there, or are they making thing, these variants up? Like we said a couple, what, like a long time ago, are they making these variants up as they go along? Oh man, I don't know about that. That's, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility by by any means. But this guy, now there was this WhatsApp leak, and that's what led to these messages being revealed. But this guy, Matt Hancock went on the BBC and fear-mongered about the quote-unquote new variant just a few days later. Did they call him out on it? On his text? No, this was before the, no, this was before the messages got released. They were comparing his appearance on the BBC from the date of the message that got leaked out. Oh, well then, yeah, just just take him right to jail, please. If you're listening over any UK listeners, just maybe call, I don't even know what the, your house of commoner. Whatever, yeah. whatever the hell they have over there, he should go right to jail immediately. Immediately to jail. So. It gets worse. BBC conspired with "quote unquote" boundless enthusiasm and the deliberately misleading propaganda campaign of fear that kept Britain locked up. Hmm. How are people more outraged over this? They're just exhausted. With it's been three years, man. People just get exhausted, and honestly, no one's, no one really. I don't know. What do you expect them to do? I really feel bad because, and I'll tell you why, in terms of when it comes to this, but like, say we do have another pandemic and say it's actually like, you know, legit, like there's a higher death rate or it's a much more, you know, I I, I don't know, dangerous virus, we'll call it, you know, much more, um, you know, inflicts a lot more damage than COVID did. I mean, people aren't going to trust the government at all. I mean, everything they say is, go- is going to be disregarded. It's going to be, no, you know. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Why, why, and, why, and we can't fault them. Why would you? I mean, maybe this yeah. is their plan all along. Release, a, release a, a, a virus that's not dangerous at all just to control the people and then release a deadlier one later. I think, honestly, I think Bill Gates, he said something very similar. We covered it last episode. So, yeah. That is crazy. Okay. 
Um, I mean, just say we have like another, we'll just say another Spanish flu, for example. You know, wiped out a lot of people, millions of people across the world, way more than COVID. And if that something like that were to happen again, I don't know if you would get a lot of compliance from people. No, no. All right, Dr. Fauci prompted the drafting of proximal origins to disprove the COVID lab leak theory, according to the new evidence obtained by the select subcommittee, something we already talked about today. Yeah, like I said, we, you, you, don't, you, you shouldn't really go out to disprove stuff. You should go out to prove something, but mm-hmm. eh, whatever. Right. Okay, I'm just trying to... We talked about this. Uh, CNN ex-boss Jeff Zucker ordered staff not to probe COVID lab leak theory because it was a Trump talking point. It should have been a worldwide talking point. So we should have been talking about. Did this leak from a lab? Don't <laughs> talk about it. That's a yeah. Trump talking point. Shut up! Shut up and just stay indoors. Lock yourself indoors and don't touch any cardboard boxes that Amazon drops off for two. Leave them outside in the rain for two weeks. That was that was what they said. <laughs> Joe Biden says it is ridiculous to test politicians older than seventy-five for mental competency. I mean, what? what, what? Okay, playing devil's advocate, I agree. But whenever you showed signs of clear mental decline, I mean, come on, the dude still hasn't taken a cognitive test. Right. <laughs> All right, moving on. U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Taiwan's president plan to meet in California in a bid to avoid an aggressive response from China, according to the Financial Times. I don't know why they're meeting, but at least that sounds a little bit better than what Nancy Pelosi did. I, I, again, I'm not, I, I don't totally agree with it. I don't know, I don't know why, why they're meeting. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't either. I don't either. Climate extremists attack the German Ministry of Transport building, a protected historical monument, with paint. Was it lead Germany paint? Just, <laughs> Germany just sounds like a complete train wreck. I mean, it has been. It has been for this. This has been coming for a long time. When they all the way back when they shut their nuclear power plants down. And I think they, they did it so that you couldn't even fire them up back again. They're done. They're, they're, they're done. And now they're doing coal yeah. fire plants. Cool. What are you going to do? You need power somehow. I, I don't get that one at all. And I think we're going to get to that, that, that headline, but we'll just talk about it now. They have three nuclear power plants. Can't, can't use them, but yet they're going to use coal to make up for the lack of natural gas. So they're going to pollute, emit all these... CO2 into the atmosphere from coal. Yeah, it's, it's a technology. The coal, the coal power plant is literally a technology from like 200 years ago. They had nuclear power and they got rid of that. Yeah. Clean, efficient, but nope, shut it down. Michelle Obama cried for 30 minutes after Trump's inauguration in 2017. That's a Who cries for 30 minutes? You get dehydrated. I think this is minutes. a little bit misleading. I don't think she was crying because Donald Trump became president. I think she was probably letting maybe eight years of, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt here, giving maybe eight years of, you know, living that life and it's finally over. I'm going to give her the benefit there and say that, not because of Trump. I will say for the most part, 
the I will I will give them the benefit of the doubt. The Obamas, for the most part, have at least tried until like 2021, 2020, um, to stay out of the spotlight. So, yeah, they have. I think they want their privacy. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't. We want our privacy. (laughs) Privacy. All right. Britain's National Grid uses coal-fired emergency units for the first time as the country's power market failed to provide enough electricity. I mean, you're going back to the days of Oliver Twist here. <laughs> what the hell? Are they going to bring back boarding schools next for all the children? Climate change. Oh, oh my God. Boarding schools. <laughs> You're going back 200 years. I mean, we're literally turning the clocks back here. Yeah, we are. Shout out Daylight Saving Time coming up next week. Yeah. We're not spring forward. Never mind. I'm sorry. It's all are, you a, are you a daylight? No, I'm, I'm, I'm anti-daylight saving time. So I just keep it the same all the time. I, I don't know. I think it throws off our circadian rhythm. But what have I My phone started to ring. Yeah. I, I, I like the – I like – even though I'm a morning person, I like the additional daylight at the end of the day. Just me. All right. Um, U.S. stock indexes fall. As Powell says, Federal Reserve likely needs to raise rates higher and possibly faster. Uh, this is big. We are we, there was a bank failed, SV. Um, Silicon Valley Bank. Yes, they looks like they failed. I think they had a scotch tape note to the door when people came to get their, you know, their money. Because I, I guess a lot of people get paid on Friday. And they probably didn't have, it's like having your account say like negative $10,000 is what the bank probably had like negative and you get paid for like a thousand dollars. You're still negative 9,000. You can't pay anyone. Right. Right. Um, okay. Okay. We're back after that brief interruption there. Um, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, migrants who come to Britain illegally by boat will be detained, removed, and banned from re-entering the country. Why the sudden change of heart? Great question. Great question. I've heard talk that the Biden administration is looking at detaining illegals along our southern border, Joe. Yes or no? Yeah. A little bit late for that, if it even is true. Yeah. I think they've had a, like something like 300,000 entries in, into the United States on the southern border this year. And they've, I think, detained or sent back like 700,000. It's amazing. Maybe they even realize that this is not sustainable. It's an invasion. They want it. They want it. They're just, they're caught with their pants down now. There's too many issues. So they got to, they got to do something. Yeah, yeah. That's all crap like seals. That Biden's doing something. Yeah. Uh, again, we mentioned this earlier in the week. German newspaper Zeit now claims a Ukrainian-owned yacht was used in a secret operation to attack the Nord Stream pipelines last year. Hmm. New York Times and Die Zeit reported on the new Nord Stream findings four days after Biden met German Chancellor Olaf Scholz in Washington, D.C. Okay. I, I want to see what Seymour Hersh says about this still. He's, he's claiming he has new info, or he's going to release info. Not new info, but there's stuff that he hasn't released yet. So I look forward to that. Seymour, if you're listening. Give us what you got. Give us all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to put his career on the line if he doesn't, if he's not 100% on something. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Um, 
Moving on. McConnell, Mitch McConnell says it was a mistake for Fox News to depict January 6th in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. Well, then then the QAnon shaman threw him down the steps for saying that. Yeah. Uh, they didn't even bring forth any of the, the, the Capitol police force at all in the January 6th hearings, did they not, Joe, in, in the select committee? No, no. Well, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they hear testimony from the Capitol Police? That is a very good question. I think we all know the real reason behind it. I mean, there, there, there's there's so many questions there. The, the fact that Sicknick is supposed to be dead and he's running around, and you have four other Capitol Police officers commit suicide after, and you got that Mike Fatone guy giving CNN interviews. It's just none of it makes sense you got the queue on shaman walking around you know surrounded by nine cops but at the same time at another entrance they're beating a woman to death with their batons it does none of it makes sense. none of it makes any sense and you know, this happened three years ago we still got to the bottom of it come on we had how many hearings how many democrat-led hearings on this yet they don't care to interview the capitol police no you're right at least in these hearings amazing Tucker Carlson had the one guy on, uh, I don't know if you saw that the other night. He lost his job, lost his, uh, basically ruined his career because he put a uh, Make America Great Again hat on uh, trying to, when he went into the Capitol building, uh, because if he thought, I guess, if he wore one of those, that he was going to assimilate better into the crowd. Um, And they fired him and basically he's working as a, delivery driver now something like that of course of course chuck schumer calls on rupert murdoch to stop tucker carlson from continuing his his january 6th report tonight i I gotta hammer this one home so you have a you have a sitting senator telling and saying out loud that he wants free speech muzzled And, and other networks are going along with this all he's doing, he show he was showing a snippet of the forty thousand hours that he had, and he's not saying violent things didn't happen or, or there there were violent people there. He's just saying the narrative you've been sold is a lie, and it is, it is. So frustrating, it is. This is this is shocking. FTC asked Twitter to identify all journalists granted access to company records, documents viewed by the Wall Street Journal show. Elon Musk responds on Twitter, a shameful case of weaponization of a government agency for political purposes and suppression of truth. He's right. I mean, nothing better. He's right. Can't make any better point. Yeah. And now we see Matt Taibbi being called out in, in, a, in a hearing yeah, we, didn't people, co- we, didn't, we didn't cover them hearings, which it was just, it was too much to watch. That, that, those were yesterday. Yeah. The so-called journalist, Matt Tyson. The so-called journalist. This is independent media at its finest. Yeah. Yet he was called a so-called journalist. Really? Wow. Wow. Is all I could say. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people continue to embarrass themselves time and time again. Especially they seem very, very desperate. They seem very desperate, like they're yeah. running out of ammunition here. Yeah. Uh, again, going back to what you just said, U.S. journalist Seymour Hirsch says 
They can't be that stupid in reaction to New York Times' article claiming a pro-Ukrainian group carried out the Nord Stream attacks. Hirsch says he will write up more about it, his investigation into the subject next week. Good. Like I said, a pro-Ukrainian group diving down 200 feet or 200 meters, whatever it is, and blowing up a pipeline that is, I don't know, how, encased in how many feet of feet of concrete, too. I, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, they said this, uh, what, th- I think, three or four feet of concrete. It's amazing. Amazing. Feet. Uh, I mentioned this to you. This is... I just saw this and I just thought, what could go wrong? Scientists have revived a zombie virus that spent 48,500 years frozen in permafrost to better understand the risks, quote unquote, it poses for animals and humans. If you, yeah, yeah did, did anyone catch the top of the show, top of our show here about gain of function and stuff like that? Leave it alone. Let it go. Has no one ever seen the movie The Thing with Kurt Russell? Let it go. How about The Last of Us on HBO right now? I gotta That's watch that. That's all we need is a, is a zombie virus. I gotta watch oh, that. I heard it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Then I heard that the um, the actor from Game of Thrones, the lady, I forget which, House of Mormont, she was a little girl then, and I guess she's yeah. a little boy now. She is not a little boy. Um, she is still a little girl. She is a teenage girl in the show. Yeah, uh, I forget her real name, but Lady Lyanna Mormont from Game of Thrones, her, her real name's escaping me right now, but yeah, and she, also, the main character, she and the Red Viper of Dorne, Pedro Pascal, a.k.a. the Mandalorian, is also in the show. Really good. Check really good out. character in Game of Thrones. It was sad when he went. Yeah. Yeah, I was sad. I was sad when he, when he died at the hands of the mountain that rides. Uh, next, Matt Hancock was censored by the cabinet office over his concerns that COVID began with a lab leak in Wuhan because the government feared it would, quote unquote, cause problems with China. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah, but lock lock everyone down, give them that experimental vaccine, and then keep on going, keep on pumping them full of boosters because we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, especially the Chinese. Yep. FBI is looking into a significant data breach, exposing personal identifiable information of hundreds of U.S. House members and staff from the Office of the Chief Administrative Officer. Excuse me for not believing anything the FBI says. Yeah. Uh, Robert Redfield. This is from two days ago. I already mentioned this. I'm not going to mention it again. But again, acknowledging the hearing that through NIH and the Department of Defense paid for gain-of-function research that may have caused the global COVID pandemic. <laughs> COVID, funded by the United States of America. Yes. This is good. U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has declined Zelensky's invitation to visit Ukraine. Good. Because if he does, he won't be speaker anymore. I guarantee it. We have new rules now where all it takes is one person to step up and say, hey, I want to have a roll call and a vote on a new speaker. And he knows his goose is cooked if he freaking flies to Ukraine on taxpayer money. I love it. Me too. I love it. Me too. Finally, someone's not going to kiss his ass. Number of Facebook users in South Korea fell below 10 million last month, a new record low. Um, I think we could all admit that Facebook is a dying brand. Because it was right. a government, it's a government, it's a, it's a DARPA project. We've said this in episodes before. We thought it was, you know, people, people reached out and said, that's conspiracy land. If you, if you really want to believe that Mark Zuckerberg started Facebook a day after the DARPA project life log was shut down, by all means, believe it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, l- listen, Facebook is more or less for baby boomers, you know, mom groups plus people. <laughs> FBI agents. FBI agents. 
you know, CIA. for sure. Um, but it's, it's not going to be around, you know, I, I can, I mean, what do you, what do you give it, Joe? 10 years, 15 um, maybe? Well, Jim Cramer, I believe, and I'm not a financial advisor, Jim Cramer, that was one of his top 10 stocks that he, re- he recommended last month. I believe it was like number two or three. Number nine was that bank that failed. So take that for what it's worth. And if you want to follow anyone, inverse Kramer on Twitter is a hilarious thing. Whatever Jim Kramer does, they just say the opposite. And they're usually right. Again, not a financial advisor. Not the only Jimmy the Mush we know. Yes. <laughs> Biden wants to tax billionaires at least 25%, as well as hike income, corporate and capital gains taxes for, quote unquote, wealthy Americans in his budget proposal. Why not just murder the stock market? When he says stuff like that, is he trying to, to, to take the stock market down to zero? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Zaporizhia, nuclear power plant in Ukraine, has lost all of its site power for the sixth time. Eh. That was yesterday. They've been there before. They know how to handle it, hopefully. Uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell admitted to hospital after he tripped and fell during a private dinner, his spokesperson said. I want to see him hammed up in Walter Reed with next to John Fetterman. Yeah. Playing checkers. Spoon feeding each other jello. Oh, God. Uh, all right. We mentioned this before. Germany's dependence on coal-fired power generation has increased by 8.4% to 33.3% in 2022. The country's last three nuclear power plants generating carbon-free energy will be shut down by mid-April this year. Amazing. All right. Uh, Lloyd Austin, Secretary of Defense in Israel. The United States will not allow Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon. Israel and the United States are at a critical juncture with regards to the Iranian nuclear threat, and decisive action can be required sooner rather than later. Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant told Austin on Thursday as the two met in Israel. Okay, so a possible war on three fronts now. Europe, Middle East, mm-hmm. and the Pacific. Great. Yeah. We've, never, we've never done that before. A three-pronged war. Three-front war. I mean, this is getting ridiculous, man. This is getting like... The, I, I, it's unbelievable. I mean, yeah. are they trying to end the greatest country in the world here? Yeah. <sighs> Biden proposes a record-shattering six $8 trillion budget for 2024, which would add $1.8 trillion to next year's deficit. I, I, we, I guess we, I don't even know how to what to say to that. Can we get a bill from Congress that mandates the budget be balanced? I mean, please. It shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be that hard. You need a bill, a law. It needs to be signed into law that the budget will be balanced every single year. We cannot keep so so frustrating. Help me understand this, Joe. I just, man, here it is. I mentioned this earlier in the show. Taliban is in possession of nearly $7.2 billion in U.S. taxpayer-funded weapons, ammunition, and aircraft due to the Biden administration's bungled 2021 military withdrawal from Afghanistan, according to a government watchdog. I don't think... Afghanistan has a great relationship with Russia or China or anyone, but can you imagine the, not that it's funny, funny, but how funny it would be if they would sell those arms to Russia to use against Ukraine. <laughs> would be kind of wild. I mean, they, they can afford it. They have the, the 17th biggest air force in the world right now, Afghanistan. They were in the mountains. They came down from the mountains and they, we, there was an entire 
entire Air Force there for. Way to go, guys. All right. At least seven dead, many injured after a shooting at a Jehovah's Witness Center in Hamburg, Germany. All right. I thought they had gun control. Yeah, I thought they, I didn't think they even had guns in Germany. Hmm. Uh, something that we've mentioned before in this show was last episode. Manhattan prosecutors signaled to Trump that he could face criminal charges. It's going to, I'm telling you, I, I could feel it. I could feel it in my bones that it's eventually going to happen. I mean, what else? You can't, can't have him just, you know, campaigning without an ankle bracelet, apparently. Yeah. Well, I clicked on that one. It said the former president was given a deadline of next week to appear before a Manhattan grand jury if he wishes to testify, a strong indication that an indictment could soon follow. How about how about we get Biden or Hunter Biden to testify or any anything, anything about that or about the classified documents or about the garage or the Corvette or the fact that Hunter Biden was driving the Corvette or was probably smoking crack in the garage like most, you know, drug addicts do in their parents garage with classified material in a box. Yeah. It's it, I can't honestly I, skip over it before I lose Is my mind. Is this all related to Stormy Daniels? Hush money. I, 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 that's what I'm seeing here. I thought Stormy Daniels had to actually pay him. Because what with, with that Michael Evanani thing, that, that case, I thought yeah. they lost. This is related to Stormy Daniels. Are you freaking kidding me? Oh, my God. Uh, TikTok hires Biden-connected consulting firm as the Chinese-owned app faces a potential nationwide ban. That's amazing. That, that, is that a conflict of interest? <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, do you think TikTok should be banned? I'm not for banning anything, but like, I, I, if if you can't, if so, certain government officials can't have it on their phone, there's got to be something there. So, I wish there was a little bit more transparency, or we knew what the deal was with TikTok. Is it spyware on your phone? Is it this? Is that? I don't have TikTok. I, I I used to be able to like when my wife or like anyone would send me TikToks, I used to be able to just you know watch them on like the come up in Safari. But now yeah. I can't. I'd have to get TikTok because they have no sound now. They changed something where I can't even watch TikToks. I can't even listen to them. They would have a tough time dealing with a fallout because people, a lot of these content creators on TikTok make a lot of money. You know, that is their, that's their, that's their job, you know, is to, is to create these videos. Learn how to code. Then you learn how to code, as Biden would say. Uh, you'll like this one, Joe. Pope says the conflict in Ukraine was fueled by imperial interest, not just of the Russian Empire, but of empires from elsewhere. Hey, hey, which specifically, Mr. Pope, which empire elsewhere? Is he calling out uh, his friends, Crazy Nancy and uh, Sleepy Joe? I think he is. And maybe the Pentagon and a couple other people that are beneath them. Chinese leader Xi Jinping has been formally reappointed as the nation's president for a third five-year term. Congratulations. The vote for Xi in the National People's Congress was 2,952 to zero. I mean, this is, yeah, who, who, who didn't see that coming? Like, this is like WWE. Like, you, the, the, the results were already baked in before, before the vote was. So, Putin has congratulated Xi on his new role or on his new term, held strengthening ties between the countries. Great. Hmm. Great. Uh, this one, um, very, this is interesting in terms of geopolitical uh, situation. Iran and Saudi Arabia agreed to resume diplomatic ties and reopen embassies within two months after negotiations in China. Hmm. Oh, that okay? So you're telling me we leave Iraq and all of a sudden they're getting along with with Iran and uh, 
we have we we never really had any business going into the Middle East, and honestly, them I I can't blame them people for probably hating us. But did anything good come out of it after twenty nearly twenty five years? No. No. I I would love to see what uh, Iraq's like today. You know, some of the bigger cities, especially. You know, I mean, I, I, and I don't. I've seen some videos from Barcelona. I was going to say, is it safe for Americans to go over there? I mean, I, like I said, I was going to say, I've seen some videos from Barstool where these guys are going over there and making videos and things like that from Baghdad. So, I mean, can you get a flight to Baghdad? I don't, honestly don't even know. I mean, I guess what happened can. to the terrorists? What happened to the terrorists that were that were so far embedded in there that were they were attacking the government? And then we leave, and for some reason, the terrorism stops. It, it, it's my mind. It makes you wonder, hey, were we funding the actual terrorists to keep this war going for the military-industrial complex? And I, I know that's conspiracy land, but uh, it, it's it's got to be asked at some point. It's it's. I mean, it's a legit question. I agree. Zuckerberg is reportedly working on a new, uh, quote-unquote, decentralized social network solely designed for sharing text updates after his metaverse failed to gain traction. Mm. Joe. I, I mean, I got nothing to say. The dude, the dude just needs to go away. Zuckerberg, he was, he was, just, just buy, go buy packs, please. I, I hope it goes under. Honestly, I really do. I don't have Facebook, so it doesn't bother Zuckerbox. me. Zuckerbox, Zuckerbox, yeah. My printer's out of ink. I need some new ink. All right. Um, Silicon Valley Bank stock plunges sixty-six point six percent in pre-market. Silicon Valley Bank is the 18th largest bank in the United States and is the biggest bank in Silicon Valley based on deposits. The bank has billions of dollars in venture debt and untold amounts of warrants and convertible notes in early stage firms. Joe, something you mentioned earlier. So if you would have invested $100 in stock of, of stock in that, in that bank, just $100, you would have, a month ago, you would have had as of about noon today, about seven bucks left. Wow. Actually, maybe maybe thirteen, seven or thirteen. I, I, I the mask getting away from me now. Regardless, it's not that much money. It's terrible. Speaking of the stock market, your 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 stock Palantir needs to make a comeback for me. Well, they don't have any debt, and uh, I, I think if something happens with a giant market crash, they'll be one of the better stocks to have. I'm I'm not a financial advisor, you know. I have to say that every time I think, but. Uh, there's going to be money to move in, in stocks that matter. And I can tell you, there's a lot of money in stocks that don't matter right now that, that aren't, that aren't profitable. So these big, these big businesses, these big uh, hedge funds and shit, I, I'm sure they're going to put money in, in companies that do stuff. Uh, is Palantir going to be one of them? Maybe. I, I don't know. I hope, but I'm not a financial advisor. Yeah. Just the dad in Beaver County. That's right. U.S. economy reportedly added 311,000 jobs in February, far exceeding expectations. Does that include that police, uh, that Capitol Police cop that was fired and that is now is a delivery driver? Does that count as a job? See how it works? You see how it works? Yeah. I like that. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank in talks to sell itself after attempts to raise capital have failed. Like as prostitution? Morning, yeah. They're whoring themselves out. Uh, something I sent you earlier, Joe, about uh, climate change. Where's Greta? Where's Greta on this one, Joe? Net zero initiatives of governments and private organizations are scientifically invalid and will lead to worldwide impoverishment and starvation if implemented, according to a paper published by the CO2 Coalition. It goes on to say, the 46-page paper details how objectives of net zero to eliminate the use of fossil fuels 
in the emissions of greenhouse gases are based on analytical methods that violate fundamental tenets of the scientific method which originated more than 300 years ago. It's amazing. Scientific method, dropping the scientific method. So I don't know, maybe Dr. Fauci will try to disprove what they're saying. He might. I mean, I sent you the executive summary, so definitely read that. Did they mention Sri Lanka at all in the article? No, but there's something we mentioned. If you stop producing CO2, CO2 is good for, for, you know, things like plants, you know, crops. That's why they're saying people are going to starve. You know, it's not all man-made. It might play a little role in it, but. Great, great point. I mean, I mean, that's another thing. It's that's like COVID. If you speak out against the narrative of climate change, you are ostracized. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're right. And I I love how they do the 90 some percent of science, 99 percent of scientists agree on climate change. Give me the actual number of people. Give me the number. How many scientists you have to if you know the 99 percent, you have to know the the overall number of scientists that you poll. You'll never get it. All right, uh, newest ones. Zelensky on Nord Stream explosions. We have nothing to do with it. Ukrainians definitely did not do this. Okay, yeah, all right. Well, I, I believe him. But, but still, he, know, he knew. He knew. He probably asked the United States for help. He's trying to just distance himself. He knew. He probably asked for it. If, if there's one Ukrainian that bears responsibility, I'm sure it's him. Yeah. Uh, Zelensky said that he believed such reports might be circulated to provoke a slowdown in aid to Ukrainians at a press conference with Finnish Prime Minister Sanna Marin in Kiev. Yeah, he's he's asking for for jets and everything else. You don't think he might have asked the United States to do it? I mean, you're playing devil's advocate. Asked the United States to do it to, to hurt Russia financially or, or anything? It, it was a coordinated effort, believe me. It was a coordinated effort. Yes. So, yes. We're coming down to the end here. U.S. believes Russia is trying to incite an insurrection against the government in Moldova. Okay. I mean, the word insurrection just turns me off. I'm sorry. I know. I missed. They, they got to get a shaman. They got to better hurry up and get a shaman out of free agency. So, House votes 419 to zero on a bill that requires the director of national intelligence to declassify all the information on the origins of COVID. The bill now requires Biden's signature. Oh, I can't wait for that one. What? That's a little surprising. Yeah. Zelensky is not allowed to speak at the Oscars in the United States, apparently because only people of white skin color are fighting each other in the Ukraine war. Right. No, wait. <laughs> they, want more, they want more black people killing each other and people of color? I'm confused. <laughs> the argument here. This is on a German newspaper? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, me neither. It does, the reasons they give are hilarious. I, I mean, I don't know yeah. what happened the last three years, how we got here, but come on. U.S. bank regulators see Silicon Valley Bank in the largest bank failure since the Great Recession. That should be that should be a shot across the bow for everyone that's you know knows remembers two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. We're going towards there. there. There might be bank runs in this country in the next couple yep. of months. You never know. Alert levels at. Tanaga in Takawanga volcanoes raised. This is in Alaska, by the way. Really? So, 
keep an eye out. And finally, U.S. Energy Secretary, quote, it's an existential threat. Do you care about climate change? I, I just, honestly, I can't even deal with climate change anymore, the argument. I just, it just turns me off completely. Wow. All right. Uh, that's our show. Joe, thanks um, for the weekend. I got no plans for the weekend. Uh, March Madness is starts, what, I guess Thursday technically is the official start. So I'll probably be out drinking. I, I don't really drink that much anymore, but I might venture out. If anyone listening is going to um, go out as well, feel free to use our email. Let us know. We could we could go meet you guys at a bar or, you know, I don't know. I like Purdue. If you ask me, Purdue would be my team that I'm going to pick this year. Um, I don't know what seed they'll be, but they, they look like a good team all year. I don't know. Mark, who's your team? It was UCLA until they lost Jalen Clark, but I don't know. I might go with UConn. I think UConn. I have a feeling UConn's going to make a run. Yeah, yeah. So, but all right. Well, that's the show. Uh, thank you for listening. Please share this out. Be a force multiplier. Find a traditional Latin mass out there, folks. Have a great weekend, Joe. Take us home. I'm going to have one more cl- one closing remark here. So, at the end of the show here, we're going to think logically for just one last minute. Was COVID a man-made virus created in the Chinese lab through gain of function? Well, guys, it looks like it. So does that classify it as a bioweapon? Well, maybe. But then how did it get released from the lab in Wuhan? Are we about to be told that China released it on purpose? If so, I'm not so sure I believe it. Because usually when you're the ones releasing a pathogen, you want to be sure it doesn't backfire on you. So if China released COVID, then why didn't they have a cure or vaccines ready to go? I don't know. I don't have an answer. But you know who did have things ready to go in, and in record time? Pfizer, Moderna, Big Pharma in general. And they're linked to Dr. Fauci. And it seems like Dr. Fauci is linked to the deep state. So don't believe when the media all of a sudden s- starts to finally look into the origins of COVID. It's like when you catch a child in a lie. They're not just going to throw their hands up in the air and start telling you the complete truth. Sometimes you're only going to get half-truths and still some lies. So I'll close with that. Guys, have a great weekend.